Hey guys, it's Dom. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in to The Hardest Part of the Ring. Uh, just wanted to say we got some great stuff from Tyler and Tyler. Uh, some really awesome WrestleMania preview. And the podcast is running a little long, so we're actually dropping this one as a two-parter. Super stoked about it. Uh, so make sure you check out part one right now, um, and we will be dropping part two tomorrow. So you can get ready for WrestleMania 33. All right, let's go. All right, hello everybody. We uh, this is Riding the Pine, hardest part of the ring. I am Tyler. Uh, we gave Dom the night off, mostly because he hates wrestling. But uh, joining me is my wrestling aficionado friends named Tyler. Tyler, say hi. Hi, everybody. So Tyler and Tyler are going to have a WrestleMania preview for you. See, I really enjoy the ring of that. Hardest part of the ring with Tyler, Tyler and Tyler. Tyler. I, God, I just wish I got a better name. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Mom. Um, okay, so WrestleMania 33 is on Sunday. How's your WrestleMania week going so far? Uh, it'd be better if I didn't have to work. If you but... were on the clock. Like that actually sucks. I uh, so me and Tyler both work together in a nameless Italian restaurant in downtown Seattle, Washington, and uh, yeah, he has to work, and I actually got asked to work, but apparently, I I don't know, they're blessing me with the night off. So that being said, uh, we're gonna uh, basically we're gonna, obviously we're gonna take you through the WrestleMania 33 card. We're gonna talk about some old favorites of ours, um, some least favorites, etc. So I see no reason beyond just getting started, shall we? All right. We shall. So we're going to do this in order of entrance. This is actually a good idea, Tyler. <laughs> an entrance of the just like, I don't know, the, the order in which you'd see these things in a regular match. So we are going to start with the best entrance song. The best entrance <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah. Do you have a person? Like, I'm talking. Okay. So here's my thought process behind it. You need immediate recognition. Like you, need, yeah. you need somebody to know, like, because like some of them are slow burns, and you're not really sure who's there. Well, yeah, like, for sure. Like Vince McMahon's, like the the you got no shot in hell or whatever. Yeah. The no, yeah, that was like that slow burn where you didn't know who that was yeah. for four seconds. No, mine is glass shattering yeah, guitar shit. riff, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because there was nothing that there's nothing in the history of WWE that set a, a crowd on. Fire like that glass breaking. No, well, unless you were in Canada and you love Bret Hart. But even then, Bret's was like that. What was yeah, that? Yeah, that that noise, true. like that. It was a guitar, like the well, yeah. It was just like yeah, it whatever guitar it noise was... it was. The other one that I would say was uh, if you smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah. The moment a crowd hears but that. The later one, the one that started hot. Because remember that one in like the, like the mid late nineties. Yeah, was, that it was, was bad. him talking. Yeah, that was. And bad. then there was the one then like the two thousands when he had seen it and stuff like that. that yeah, was started like. Super hot, came out flying like that. So I mean, yeah, I uh, Austin's the right answer. Sadly. So Austin, <laughs> Austin, I would say is my overall favorite. Yeah. Favorite as yeah. of right now. Sure. My favorite is Dean Ambrose because mm. it has that same feeling for me. Like when I hear that guitar riff, like, mm-hmm. 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 and I was like, "Fuck yes," you know. But do you think that those guys just because Austin's the reason why Austin had that glass shattering as his theme is because he threw Brian Pillman through a window. Yeah. Which I didn't know until, well, I was an adult. But like, <laughs> but then like, I just loved how in the WrestleManias they'll actually set up the glass. Like in WrestleMania 13, they set up the glass oh, and had it shatter yeah, on the, which is right. fucking perfect. Um, but yeah, okay, I thought that was going to be more exciting. Well, but we both I mean, have the no, exact but same here's the thing answer. is like, if you think about entrance music is that every single entrance music has that something to where you immediately recognize they it. Know, Austin, know. Austin has a glass shattering. Yeah. Um, you hear... Strowman. Strowman just is, just starts off with him just like <laughs> screaming into a microphone. Or Which, even the yes. New Day's entrance. Right. You know, get, it gets that immediate crowd pop. Which I, I used I love. to love Goldberg's, but... Since my love for Goldberg itself is like waning pretty bad, like sure. I just don't care about his theme music anymore. And that whole like going to get him from the locker room thing is like pretty it, played yeah, out it's, now. It's, it's kind of pandering. I yeah. think it's bullshit. We will talk about that. We'll say, <laughs> trust me, we'll talk about that. Goldberg. We, you'll hear the word Goldberg a few times. Um, all right, so that one's done. Let's do. Uh, let's do favorite finisher. I expect to yell at you for this, by the way. Like I have a lot of same thing as the. The uh, best entrance, I have, like, criteria. And this is how I went through. This is how I thought about it, I'll tell you. Basically, you need to have the the mix of being able to, like, like just snap it out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you need to have, like, the build-up. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you get the crowd, like, into it, and you get them, like, peaked, and they know it's coming for 15, 20, 30 seconds, but you still, like, get everybody up. Or 
you just pull it out of your ass, smack somebody with it, and win a title. For sure. To that end, you need to have won a title with this finisher. I don't care if like you have the best finisher in the world. If you're some like bottom low card dude, I don't really care about okay. like, what you might have to finish with. All right, so I'm gonna start off with saying that I have two. I have yeah. actually have three. All right. I limited mine to two. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know, my I had to three. do one. My my all time favorite mm-hmm. will always and forever be mm-hmm. the Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. See, it's the- it's the thing with the Stone Cold Stunner is that. You can do it to anybody. Mm-hmm. It has the setup. Mm-hmm. He can build it as much as he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's won so many titles with that. Yeah, like, yeah. if he, he can hit anybody with a fucking stunner, he hit President Donald Trump with a goddamn stunner. He God, took he that, took the worst, sorry, I just, stu- I just, worst stunner I've ever seen in my life. President but. Donald Trump thing. Just kind of fucked with me for a second. <laughs> I, sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget. Yeah, um, it's, okay, it's so the stunner, huh? Even though you have to kick him in the gut. Every single time. I've never seen a stunner without that kick, right? Okay, so I heard a, I heard another podcast, which was probably a lot better than this piece of shit. <laughs> um, what? So Wait, I, <laughs> what? How dare you? Uh, okay, so it was the Stone Cold podcast, and oh, was, he was mm. talking to Kevin Owens mm-hmm. after what, Fastlane or something like Owens that. Owens tried to give her some, he gave somebody he a stunner. He gave Roman Reigns a stunner, and then he had Kevin Owens on the show, and he was like, boy, yeah. you, this is how you do a stunner. <laughs> Seriously. So he's like, didn't he say like some other put a put a stank on it? Yeah, you gotta put put some stank on it. (laughs) So you gotta kick him at first. It forces all the wind out of their out of their lungs. So when you hit them and dump them on their chin, yeah, that makes sense. It's immediate, but also they just they'll keel. They they bend over at the waist, so it's much easier to grab somebody by the neck if they're already gonna. Well, unless you're Razor Ramon, then you have to drop down on your knees because you're like seven feet tall. Terrible. (laughs) I I never actually. He's okay. He's fine. Um, and okay. So what's your other one? My other one is by one other person. He actually has two finishers that mm-hmm. he does. <sighs> he might not be well known in the whole WWE universe, mm-hmm. and I hope he does. Actually, I hope he does, and I hope he doesn't, just mm-hmm. because I want to watch him every Monday Night Raw. Right. You Kenny wanna... Omega. Oh yeah. Kenny Omega's One Winged Angel. Yeah. You, I know you're gonna hate it because it's a setup. <laughs> it okay? really. It takes a month to get up there, dude. So you got. So if you don't know Kenny Omega's finisher. Uh-huh. You have to put him in somewhat of an electric chair, so which he's... is like when you carry your child on your shoulders, exactly. If you, for lack of a better, and what he does is that he shoots one arm up through the leg, grabs yep. a head down, yep. and then slams him down almost like a fisherman's, and it goes straight into a pin, right? and it goes straight into a pin. It is, admittedly, it, the bumps look great. It looks amazing. The buildup, like in that Omega versus Okada match, yep. the loudest that crowd was, the most on fire that crowd was, was when he was like picking him up. Yeah. So like the, the suspense is there, and that's. That's fine. That's and great. it has the buildup to it. Yes, it might take a while. Sure. But that's my only, like, my only, I love it. But you know it's coming, and you're I like, know. oh, he's going to hit it, and the match is going to be over. If he hits that, it's over. And that was the part that I liked about the Okada, the Okada versus Omega match. By the way, if you haven't seen this, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's New Japan Pro Wrestling. It came out, what is it, January? Early January? Early January, like, yeah. Like, it's being talked. I, if you're listening to this podcast, I have really no reason. Like, if you don't know what that match is and you're listening to this, you need to stop this it, and for, go watch For that the match. casual listeners, right. it is one of the few six-star Dave Meltzer-rated matches. There's two, also time right yep. two six start yeah that's that's rare it's, it's obvious it's obviously. very rare so like that in macho man versus steamboat which was 20 what 29 years ago now yeah jesus christ i'm old <laughs> um so okay so okay yeah what okay, and angle? then and then my other one is also by kenny omega mm-hmm. it's called kreutz wrath so he's german he, <laughs> he sets them up the same way in the electric chair but uh-huh. he throws them up catches them in a suplex and then suplexes them and then oh. goes to the pin from there and it but what's looks... the point of putting him up in the electric chair if you're just gonna suplex him? well then because you don't know he's got a variety are you gonna I'm hit are you gonna dumb, hit are you, are you gonna hit the one-winged angel or you're gonna do kreutz wraith Ooh. your wrath or whatever the fuck whatever you the say. yeah <laughs> wraith wrath whatever it all counts to me uh okay i'm going a little bit more uh actually no i'm not i'm going right down broadway just as much as okay so same thing um, mine. You liked Stone Cold as a kid, obviously. We all did. I Stone Cold, love Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. Was everybody's favorite? I love the Stunner. It was on my list as well. Yeah. Uh, mine. I have two. One. I'll start off with. This is like the silver medalist. This one, like, kind of revolutionized the whole like quick strike finisher. Like, you just didn't, okay. didn't know it was coming. And then there's a, a lot of creativity this guy can get out of it. It's the RKO. I think it's. I think it's. I'm gonna argue with you on. Go that ahead, one. please do. 
Well, I know DDP had it first. Yeah, DDP had it first. Is the that the argument? Cutter. Is that the argument? Yeah. <laughs> That's not an argument. I don't care. But, like, everybody had... Well, how many choke slams, for fuck's sake? How many choke slams are the WWE? Well, yeah, but it's a choke slam. But DDP had the diamond cutter long before. Honestly. And it's the same Spike thing. Spike Dudley. Do you know you know who Spike Dudley is? Yeah. Okay, Spike Dudley had that little same little thing where you grabbed your head and ran off the turnbuckle. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, what, I don't know the name of the finisher. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Spike. Obviously, you're listening to this. We apologize. <laughs> um, but, like, that's the, the, the move has been out there. The whole, yeah. like, you know, like, clotheslining somebody by having sure. them fall on their face on the ground. It, yeah. it, it, it exists. But I would argue that... Actually, I am arguing that Randy Orton took it at a whole new level than DDP did. Okay, I, I agree with that. I just, but you're I, I right. Mean, I'm just saying it exists the before. Yeah. The, but like, I mean, it's aside from like the one wing angel and a couple other finishes out there. Like, it's all re- it's all retread. They're, right they're now. original. Like, and that's why I love them so much. Right. Is that nobody's ever seen them before. Sure. And you know, I just I'm enthralled. It makes me feel like a kid again watching sure. Kenny Omega. Yeah. And, uh, Kenny well, Omega, it, if you're ever listening, I love you. <laughs> a lot of it, too, comes down to the ability of the person getting whatever spiked on the ground to sell it. Like, it needs yeah. to be a sellable bump. And mm-hmm. nothing, like, RKO is an easy sell. The stunner, nobody sold it better than The Rock. The Rock would flop around for 45 seconds after he got stunned. But, like, yeah. Trump and McMahon and other guys can't <laughs> really sell so it. Bad. It was really bad. But... Uh, the RKO is the RKO. It's like you can do it. He did one with Rollins. Like some I forgot what the uh, the event was last 31. year. Thirty one, where he sprang him up. up like it was yeah. like he was nine feet in the air and he landed in yeah. Like it was pretty dope. Like yeah. you can do it through a table. I, all I stood up and went, "Holy shit!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's the moment I'm looking for. Um, but the winner, the correct answer is Sweet Chin Music. Mm. Just because, like no no one does it better. Nobody. There's never been a super kick Nobody. in the WWE, WCW back to whenever we were kids and those kids were kids. Yeah. No one delivers a super kick quite like Shawn Michaels. It's, and he, I mean, we want to go back to the victory thing. He's won every every title on that. No yeah. one's ever like tapped out to a sharpshooter given by Shawn Michaels and won a title. Like, yeah. He wins titles on Sweet Shit Music. He can go in the corner and, you know, like whatever you start up the band, whatever they want to call it. Or tuning up the band, man. Or just pull out of his ass. I mean, and that's the thing. That's the great that, and I, I, I wish I would have said it because it's a great point. <laughs> Nobody super kicks. No, I'm sorry. Nobody does it like Shawn Michaels. He is Mr. WrestleMania for a reason. And like I said, he could tune up the band and do it from the corner, and you know what's coming. Or he could... Well, in that Taker match, like Taker's going for a tombstone, and and he squirrels out of it, lands, and just like super kicks him. It's not the full-on sweet chin music bonanza, but it's... You know, it's a super kick delivered by Shawn Michaels at it's, WrestleMania. It's sweet which shit is music. As good as it gets. Yeah. But like him landing the super kick against Bret Hart in the marathon match at WrestleMania 12 is like, you talk about saying like jumping up and you saying holy shit. That was my like holy shit moment as a kid. Cause I loved Bret, like, I'm sorry, I loved Shawn Michaels so much. And like that marathon match was a draining event. There's one he did against Shelton Benjamin. Ooh. In nice shout out. The, the, I forgot he even existed. The, yeah, the early 2000s. I wanna say like 2005. Back when, um, back when Shelton Benjamin was yeah, back when a he person was a we had to talk about. Um, and he was doing a springboard something or another. And Sean caught him. And he caught him in Sweet Shit Music, but it looked like he caught him flush. Mm. And that's what made <laughs> me like put the hands on yeah. top of my head and go, oh my God, is Shelton Benjamin yeah, okay? Like, did he actually just kick <laughs> his head clean off yeah, his body? Yeah, pretty much. Which would be okay with me. I love which, that. Yeah, I fucking love that okay. finisher. I wrote down a couple others. I wrote down Stunner. Um, that's Spike uh, why do you one. why do you say it's so nonchalant? It's the fucking stunner. I know, it, but it, but also like I almost knew you were gonna say that. Like when we were floating around topics. By the way, we didn't really discuss these with each other. We we talked about what we would talk about, but not like then you're gonna say the stunner. Then I'm gonna say sweet chin music. This is totally <laughs> scripted. I'm reading off a script right now. <laughs> so um, I just I don't know. I like I went into it obviously with like like the bump ability. Like the obviously like good the, word by bumpability. Like that. that's, that's a that's a that's, that's nice. a thing. I like that. Um, also, I like the like reversibility. Like I like like you know what I mean. That I also I think that's important in a finisher is like you need to have a, a level of creativity with somebody that who can get out of it doing whatever. Like Shawn Michaels like has had fucking two hundred of his super kicks ducked, which isn't really a reversal, but you know what I mean. Like he even lost the rumble I think on one where like he went for the kick and they ducked they like, pulled down the rope and he. The, the, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. This, whatever. I'm, I think it's happened. If not, I'm <laughs> moving on. Uh, all right, so moving Hashtag on. Favorite finisher checking. done. Let's just do least favorite because I think I want to yell about some stuff. 
Um, <laughs> do you want to start? Yeah, I do actually want to start. Like your least favorite, like you... my least. I actually have two least favorites. Good, and uh, I it almost made my most favorite list <laughs> Until... because because of the person. All right, oh. Edge's spear <laughs> is one of my yeah. favorites. Mm-hmm. His setup for it is great. Looks like he's going insane, pulling his hair out of his yeah. head in like the corner. Everybody's knows coming, stuff. and people sell it like they're getting speared in half. Sure. My least favorite, yeah. the Roman Reigns spear. <laughs> okay, it's, it's the same. I just, I don't. It's not that impressive. No, it's like, not. Like, he's not doing anything different. Did with you get it. in the ECW? Like, were you a Rhino? Do you remember Rhino? Oh, his gore. Rhino's yeah. like a two hundred and eighty pound man yeah, that can I fucking like love he used Rhino. to do it through tables. He used to do it through all that shit. The the idea that. Sp- Getting a spear from Edge is enough to like beat, let's say, the Undertaker or like a bigger like Brock Lesnar. Like, mm. sorry, man. Like, I mean, Edge was actually he's a really good, talented, technical wrestler, but I don't like his impact wrestling. Like, he wasn't. I wasn't nervous about Edge hurting somebody. You know what I mean? It was like he was going to outsmart him. He was going to, yeah, whatever. But his Edge, I'm sorry, his Edge, his spear is solid. But like, what's wrong with Roman Reigns is that you don't like it as much. Why? Besides the fact I'm that just, it's obviously attached to I Roman mean, Reigns, you know, I, I, I've kind of, I've been thinking about it and stewing. Yeah, and I feel like I'm with the millions and millions of the Tyler's fans <laughs> that think that Roman Reigns is too much of a cut and copy, like copy and paste kind of wrestler. He's okay because he's like. He he's trying to be like John Cena and be the top baby face yeah. where everybody yeah. loves him. Yep. But he's also got that Samoan in him, which is like, oh, maybe he could be the next rock. Like you love maybe, that one. Maybe not you, I'm saying like yeah. I would love for him to not have his career in the way I picture it. And you know, the only way that I can foresee myself actually liking for him yeah. and booing him. Not because I legitimately hate him as a face, is right. because he needs to turn heel, and he needs to do something different. There, we actually let's let's save that. For but the, and let's we'll save, save it for the Taker we'll, match because we'll, we'll I have save it. a lot to say but, about that. I mean, I just I think as far as a worst finisher, it's it's too copy and paste. It's just a spear. Yeah, Honestly, he sets it up even with his, his Superman punches horseshit. Like, that that Superman, I've never seen him land it convincingly. Yeah, Especially no, the big dudes. Like they're putting him in matches with Strowmans and Big Shows and those guys can't sell a punch. Like that's not their job to sell no. a punch. It's they have to like get thrown through a table five times yeah. to make anybody believe that they exactly. actually get hurt. But I mean, it's just his finishers aren't very convincing, like you said. I mean, sure. yeah, that double spear with Goldberg on Braun Strowman, who's never right. been taken off his feet, that right. was badass. Well, I was like, holy sure, shit, that's cool. Sure. But it was Goldberg. It's... I have a hard on for Goldberg. Which should that that has to go away soon. My right? theme is bald <laughs> men, by the way. Is it? I, I have <laughs> noticed that. Good for you. Uh, all right, you want to know mine? Yes, please. Actually, you know, I have one more. I'm going to interrupt you. Go ahead. The leg drop by Hulk Hogan. See, okay. If if anybody, okay, so everybody, yeah, duh. I mean, but it's also it's it's bullshit. It doesn't hurt. Nobody like no one likes it. But that thing created the WWF. Without the leg drop, me and you weren't sitting in my shitty basement talking wrestling on a podcast, right? That's very true. So. I'll give him, like, he's not making my list for that. But, yeah, we all know it's bullshit. Well, I, I just, I mean, if you didn't have Gorilla Monsoon commenting yeah. about the tree trunk yeah. size yeah. leg dropping Which on somebody's throat. It got very throat. erotic with Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really did. But, like, if you look back at Earthquake, I told, I told you about it, right? You were unfamiliar, a little unfamiliar with Earthquakes. Oh, yeah, he if had you, the blue, like, you, wrestling yeah. singlet. If you yeah. can imagine, if you don't know what Earthquake's finisher is, he's, like, a 400-and-something-pound guy. Big, balding, single, bearded man. Not a single muscle on it. Oh, like, he's just a blob. He just gets by on his size alone. And he, you're flat on your back in the ring, and he would run off the ropes as if he was doing some kind of people's elbow or whatever. But it's reverse. He goes head to toe. And then he just jumps and sits on your chest and then sits there. While the referee counts the three, nobody's ever kicked out. But he never—he doesn't impact. Like, oh god, I'm, <laughs> no one knows what this is, so nobody cares. But like, he just like jumps and sits on you. Uh-huh. There's no like, there's no bump there. There's no yeah. like, it doesn't look like you're hurt. He's like, oh man, that probably looks uncomfortable for this guy <laughs> having this 450 pounds like sweaty ass on your chest. Like, that's got to be just count the that, three. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, I uh, my least favorite current day. Uh, both of them are shitty. For different shitty reasons. And one of them is the five knuckle shuffle. I hate it. 
I think it's okay. A, you want to talk about carbon copy, right? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you about the you, five want, you like shovel. that bullshit. I'm gonna argue with it. Oh, I'm not gonna right. say I like it. Right. It's not a finisher. It's a setup for a finisher. So it's like a signature move. It's it's so if you were to say the people's elbow is a finisher, that's a finisher. That's what the rock does when he pins people. He rock bottoms them and then, and then he goes into the people's elbow. A lot of no, a lot of the people's elbows are spine busters. Yeah, keep going. We'll argue about but, that later. And, but I understand but, your point. But yeah. It's the final. It's the final. But I've seen but, Cena win so on that bullshit. Cena goes into the five knuckle shuffle. Mm-hmm. He does his whatever the, the situation is, and he gets them up, drops them. Which I don't understand that bump you either. You can't see me, but then he does the five knuckle shuffle. They all of a sudden are raised from they the dead. Stand up, right? And then that's they go I'm into saying. the okay. AA. So that's what I'm saying about these like, these like the bump abilities of these finishes okay. and shit like that. Like you can't logically sell me as a as a grown adult male who still watches this bullshit. But like, if you punch me, like, look, a that doesn't hurt. Like it, the like what the move itself, him punching you while you're laying, like the it's. <laughs> It doesn't fucking hurt, you guys. <laughs> and so, and then, like, you're telling me they're going to drop this elbow, or I'm sorry, not, it's not even a fucking elbow, so you're going to drop this punch on my forehead or whatever, and I'm going to stand up. Like, my immediate reaction is, like, I'm going to be in so much pain and discomfort. I'm going to stand up and wobble aimlessly until you fucking, whatever, F5 or whatever. Hey, you know hey. what I mean? Hey, what? It's all the fucking same, aren't they? Fucking attitude adjustment, baby. Oh, God, I got all, oh, cheers. I got all riled up and shit. Um, okay, all right, that, so that's bad. One? Yeah, I do. It's the fucking, I, I don't even know the name of this bullshit, but it's the big show's punch. Is that the knockout punch? Okay, so it started as the weapon of mass destruction. I hate it. But now it's called the knockout punch. I, Super original. I hate it. Hate it. <laughs> it's Dude, pretty terrible. Like, it's pretty terrible. Like, if you're gonna deliver something that's gonna be like a one, like it honestly, it's pretty similar to sh- sweet chin music in the sense that it's like a one quick like impact that should incapacitate you so much with the power and accuracy of that delivery. Well, they they don't right. even they don't even say anything about power and accuracy. They say, oh, his fist is the size of a hammer, which and- doesn't fucking sell anything you can hit me with a fist the size of a watermelon if it doesn't move that fast i'm not scared of that fist and that's my point he delivers this punch like he's delivering his grandma to the hospital like he just but holy sweet but holy sweet baby jesus dissolve dolph ziggler ziggler sell that (laughs) son of a bitch good lord ziggler will throw himself over the whole fucking ropes oh yeah it's all right um i'm gonna we're okay so least favorite we're done with that let's just do We'll do one more of these, and then we'll get back into like the main card just for everybody. And just favorite WrestleMania match of all time, briefly. You know, not okay, briefly. So you don't have to talk about briefly, but like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to split this up on you, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna apologize for it. Never. I'm gonna do my favorite yeah. match, yeah. and I'm gonna do my favorite WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can, okay. I can wrap that. I'm alright with that. Because I, there's been terrible WrestleManias with great matches. Sure, but there's been overall absolutely off the wall bananas, single matches in manias that don't in really mania. deserve them. Sure. So, my for my first off, my favorite match in a WrestleMania, and this is gonna be if you're a fucking hardcore fan, you're gonna say if you don't say WrestleMania 25, mm-hmm. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. I'm never listening to you again. <laughs> it don't worry, it is WrestleMania 25 under Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that's the right. <laughs> There is there is no single match in a WrestleMania that has ever topped it. Not the once in a lifetime at WrestleMania 29, which they played up for a year, 365 days, like a full, full year of. I forgot about how much, just how much buildup was yeah, involved. Yeah, no, that. it was quite it was a insane lot. Insane to me, but I mean, it was necessary. I like those two big fucking names, but like, yeah. good god. And then my favorite WrestleMania of all time. Because that's the tough part is because, like, you want to talk about, like, the body of work and stuff like that. But it's, You know what? I, I, it's it, it's WrestleMania 17 or X7 or however the fuck you want to say it. <laughs> it was X7, It's bro. X7. 17 didn't 17. work back then. <laughs> so it was it was WrestleMania X7. That, yeah. That's that, well, card, I mean, that, that was, what was that? That was, that, was, uh, that was Rock and Austin. Rock won that. That was that triple threat ladder match that everyone talks about. That was TLC number two. And actually, God, WrestleMania good, 17, man. just to correct you because you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry, stupid idiot. 
for you Chris Jericho fans. It's yeah. when Stone Cold Steve Austin turned heel and shook Mr. McMahon's hand and oh, won the WWF title. That bad son of a bitch. <laughs> Which he regrets to this day, but honestly, if you did not finish it with that, like I don't. I mean, well, I, we're, I mean, we're it's sitting still here talking it, about it. It's still it's it still later. would have been a fucking amazing WrestleMania sure, and it still sure. would have probably been my favorite. Right. But I, I think it was a great idea. I think his get I think his face at that time was getting stale. Sure. And he needed he, he needed to be re yeah. he just needed to be invigorated in such a way. And what he did after that, if you look at it, he ha- he wouldn't have had an amazing you know, he, he wouldn't have had this amazing run after that and then when you go into 19 yeah. when the rock was a face and sure. he was still a heel he yeah. wouldn't have had that that was his last match but was anybody ever really buying the whole heel thing like, no, i, I like, mean no it was such a it was him. such a joke like, i mean yeah. like it was booed him like i yeah, nobody, nobody but, really i mean cared. he was still over as fuck and he will be until the end until he murders a child in the middle of the ring on live television he's gonna be everyone's favorite wrestler for the last 20 days like uh, no years. He, i think people will still cheer him it <laughs> was like that fucking baby deserved it <laughs> stupid baby uh he, he can stunner a baby yeah. in the middle of the ring and yeah. people would be like yeah that baby probably deserved it yeah um i have almost the same answer okay same guys different wrestlemania i got wrestlemania 24 is my favorite Okay. The match between Taker and Sean. Okay, their first one. If you don't remember this, Taker and Sean had the first one. It was a complete fucking knockout, drag-out success. One of the best matches of all time. I it's like 25 like, minutes of It was like perfection. more. Yeah, exactly. It was like 33-something minutes. But it was like... Like, you're just... it's just It was a one-of-a-lifetime thing. Eh, I mean, I know they did it again a year later, but in the but sense... But they had a different stipulation with but it. But it was a like career versus a streak. Yep. And which is... That was that added a whole nother layer to it, but the the first one just like it. I, the reason why I love it beyond its its greatness and its complexity and its all of it is it sucked the air completely out of that building. So the match afterwards was just completely meaningless. Like the main event, nobody gave a shit. Yeah, I don't so even emo- remember the main event. I might that. have to look it up because I don't remember it either. Because it was like so emotionally exhausting that you're just like, oh, cool. So I was wait. Actually, was that the was that it was probably Triple H. Randy Orton for the WWE title if they well, because think a, if I'm correct that's a, that's a safe bet because uh, like it was a no it was a it yeah it was WrestleMania 24 there was Randy Orton Triple H and they had it to where if Triple H got disqualified he lost the belt oh, and so that's what made, yeah so nobody fucking cares but that Taker and Shawn match like it's obvious yeah. go back if you have the network go back just watch it again as its own like little capsule episode it's a good it's, plug there by the way what the network w, WWE network for oh, 9 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pay us pay, yeah that's not gonna happen WWE um, sponsor us please alright yeah uh, alright so we basically have the same ideas there I got a couple other ones in there but those aren't worth mentioning let's get Wrestlemania 33 previewed already uh, we're going to go through the card. We have every match to talk about. We have 13 matches, which is fucking obscene to me. It's going to be a, the full nine-hour event we're all looking forward to. It's going to feel like going fucking 36. To speak quickly on probably most of these, and then we'll get into like the meat and potatoes of like the actual main event and stuff like that. Yep. So let's start out with the disappointingly rearranged pre-show match between Neville and Austin Aries. Fucking pre-show. Okay, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now if that if they want this cruiserweight division hey, to man. mean I know where you're going. anything, yeah. they need to have it on the main show. You got to have it on the fucking show. The, you like, know what? No one, like, when you watch, by the way, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. When you, in three years, if you watch WrestleMania 33 back on the network, guess what they don't include? Fucking pre-show. Like, bullshit. Like, so, but if you want this, like, yeah, you're right, this division, if you want anybody to give a shit, and by the way, I like their promos. I like their spots they did together. Like this seemed like a match They're that was good. That's what I'm saying. This seemed like a match that had a legit possibility to be like a top three match of this whole card. Here, and now they moved the, it completely off of it. You know, here's going to be the unfortunate thing about WrestleMania 33 is that the best match on the card is going to be on the fucking pre-show because Austin Aries is a veteran. Many years at TNA, many years at Ring of Honor. I think he might have done a stint at. New Japan, yeah. but I'm not for sure about that. But he's either. he's been around the world with this, right? So he knows. He knows what to do. And Neville, he's already fucking great. He, again, he's traveled the world. He did a lot of shit in the UK. 
And it's just disappointing to see that these two stars, Neville being such a good heel and Austin Neville's very he's good at that. Austin, like he's got that, that, that Austin Aries just has this kind of anti-hero thing going yeah. for him. But it it's just it clicks. The storyline makes sense. They he came back. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, all the promo the, work's been good. All the matches they've had together is good. All the lead ups been great. I'm wondering if they're using it as like a tool to get people to fucking just tune in. That early. makes sense. But that's bullshit. I don't want. I don't want. But that. it's bullshit. It's, it, I don't like. It that. gives you if, no if, credibility. Just fucking throw something the, else out there. Throw the fucking internet. Like, but throw I, Ambrose Corbin. Let like me let me be devil's advocate just for a moment. I know I was very heated about this, but also them being on the pre-show. Yeah, they might have more time. Oh, good for them because I feel like they do pack in these like eight-minute matches where it's like. Oh, yeah. like then there's a reversal and a reversal yeah. and a moonsault pin. <laughs> like, but it, you know, give them it, 15, 20 minutes and I'm actually not, like see what they can do because more people watch the WrestleMania pre-show than they watch Raw. You know, even night, right? I mean, yeah. I'm assuming. So, like, yeah, get her out there, man. So, I mean, you know, again, we're gonna be watching an 87 hour, you know, pay-per-view ma- event. So, 13 matches. 13 matches. Like, yeah. if you told me not to look at my computer right now and just to name you all 13 matches off the top of my head. No fucking chance. But, no way. You know what? I might miss one or two, but I could probably well, name most of them. As much fun as you <laughs> listing off matches are on the radio, that'd be great. Um, all right. So do you have any kind of real, like, just quickly, who wins and why? Okay. So I, I, I'm I, honestly, Austin Aries and Neville, I'm not sure. Yeah. The, it could be good. There's a story. couple of these. I have it no idea. Be, it could be good storylines either way. I want Neville to hold that title for fucking ever. He makes yeah. it look good. Yeah, he does. He wears it well, but Austin Aries would wear it well too. And they could feud for fucking ever. I was going to say, they're going to feud until next WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Right? They like, could do that. Year. And this is going to be a Cena versus Rock that situation. That fucking Barney the Dinosaur belt would be fucking <laughs> on top of the fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> So what what what's what else is on the pre-show? The the SmackDown women's title. Yeah, let's segue into that. Um you got basically you got Alexa Bliss versus everybody. Which everybody on SmackDown. Right. Um I'm gonna say that Naomi's not gonna win it because they don't really? favor people in hometowns. They don't. No, they don't. Really? They did they did in the nineties. Yeah, they did. Shawn they, Michaels like would anymore. not lose in Texas. They, Bret Hart, the whole that whole shit with the Survivor Series '97, like the screw anymore. the screw job in Montreal. They did not. He just didn't want to lose his title in fucking yeah. Canada. That was that was all. No, was. like I mean, if you look at it though, I mean, um, in in just the recent year, yeah, uh, fucking Sasha Banks lost in Boston, uh, and that's like her shit. Yeah, maybe, Monday Night maybe Rock. They, maybe they're trying to fuck with us. Monday Night Raw. Guess what happens? Charlotte loses her fucking title to Sasha Banks in the the King City, uh, North Carolina. Okay. They hate people winning in their hometowns. Bastards. They they want to build those Smart fucking ass. stories. They want people to fucking watch. I get that. It's great. But so, so I'm ruling out Naomi Banks. Yeah. Or Ni- Naomi. I'm sorry, not Naomi Banks. That's fine. Um, so I'm ruling out Naomi. Um, there's no way in hell Mickey James is taking it. She's too old. She's just there for filler. Yeah, that's not going to work. Uh, so I'm going to say the only competitors for that are, well, there's only two, really, because mm-hmm. uh, Natalia's not fucking winning it. She's a terrible, I, I fucking hate Natalia. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Carmella, I like her. She needs more work. She's yeah, she's got charisma. They stop putting her with Ellsworth and shit. Yeah, on, like, whatever that was, I don't know much about that whole backstory, but that was awkward it, it, as it's, fuck. It's not good. Uh, but she needs more work. She's not ready to hold the title. Sure. Uh, so right now, the way I see it is that it's between uh, Becky Lynch. Sure. And oh, fuck Alexa Bliss. So God, what's I'm, the I process want, of this I match? Want, I want her to bliss all over me, but whatever. <laughs> it's not what's the, the what's the so what what happens here? Like, do they come out one after the other? Is it like a battle royal? No, is it it's, like a it's, winner take all. Like first it's, pin. It's pretty much a. a, a Fatal six way. So they're all in the ring at the same time. They're all in the okay. ring at the same time. I was going to say, whoever this match gets, is going to be whoever gets four the, times too long. The, whoever like, gets the first pin, it's going to be quick, but it's on the pre show, so they got a lot of time. Weird. There's only three matches, so they have to fill two hours. And is, oh, jeez. So you got to think about it that way. So they're they going to stretch these all they, out. They do have good, time. Good. Well, I mean, they have the Andre the Giant Battle Royale mem- Memorial fucking bullshit. Whatever so. the fuck. All right, so who is involved in this thing? Okay, so it's the fourth annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Contest. All right, so <laughs> I'm actually I'm going to do my best to see if I can name most of the people that are in it. I'm just... Oh, American geez. Alpha, the VOD Villains, the Ascension, 
uh, Rhino and Heath Slater. Who's the other fucking tag team? The Usos. There's people on here that I literally because don't guess even what? No, they're not defending. Like who's? They're, here's the thing that the it's f- WrestleMania. They're not defending the SmackDown tag titles at WrestleMania. Well, good, man. There's too many fucking belts. <laughs> because all the SmackDown teams, all the SmackDown teams yeah. are in that Battle Royale. Well, I noticed there's a lot of fucking... So, but who's winning it? I'm going to rephrase this question. Tell me why anybody besides Big Show or Strowman wins. Big Show's not taking it because he already won one, and he's a part-timer, and the only person who's going to win it I'm sorry. The only two people who could possibly win it are yeah. Sami Zayn yeah. or Braun Strowman. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you right now, Epico is going to win it. Primo. Don't don't I mean, don't ever fucking. I don't know who that fucking. They're the fucking oh. shining stars, and they're <laughs> absolutely like, terrible. It's because like, I don't even know who these fucking guys are. Yeah, they're fucking terrible. Uh, all right, so all right, well, let's leave that one short. We don't give a shit about no, that. No, Braun Strowman's taking it. He's going. Yeah, he's do that all over people's faces. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, next is the Raw Tag Team Championship. You got Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Enzo and Big Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, In a ladder match. Oh, shit. I didn't... Oh, that's going to be terrible. No. Yes. I actually, I trust Gallows and Anderson. I trust Enzo. You know who I hate? Sheamus. See, I, I, trust, hate Sheamus. I trust Sheamus. Okay, so you remember no. a couple years ago. Back at TLC, I think it was 2015. It was Sheamus and the League of Nations. And they were still pushing Roman Reigns down our throat. But it was the only big cheer that I ever heard for Roman Reigns. <laughs> was at TLC. He was climbing that ladder. And then all of a sudden, League of Nations, which was at the time, uh, Alberto Del Rio. Uh, uh, Rusev. Rusev. And, and Sheamus, right? Bear, uh Barrett, um, Wade, Wade Barrett, Barrett, Wade Barrett, God. and Sheamus, but he was in the match with Sheamus. Right. So he's climbing the ladder and he's getting these cheers, and all of a sudden the League of Nations runs out and they start beating his ass. Yeah. And thank God, Sheamus ends up winning the title. And what happens? What ends up happening is that he essentially beats the shit out of Triple H, and that was the biggest pop. I I got behind him, <laughs> like I was I was sitting on my couch trying to be quiet because right. it's two in the morning. I'm gonna watching oh, TLC, <laughs> trying to be fucking quiet about this yeah. shit. Sometimes you need to let it out. Sometimes you do. But, you know, that's the only time I ever heard a big pop for Roman. Um, but I do like Sheamus. He has the ability to do it. With Cesaro, he's talented as fuck. He needs to get a push. I, I would just, I'm honestly, I am so fucking sick of just seeing them on the same television screen. Like those two. Like the seven matches they had, like that, that, that whatever the fuck, that marathon bullshit, which I understand you can't just always, you got to mix it up. I disagree. I liked it. They got better, but the first four were terrible. You know the, first, the, the first, first four, four were terrible because yeah. you understand, like, you're like, you're going to do this fucking spin, then homeboy's going to flex a lot and bang on his chest, but, and then he's going to kick you. But guess then, what? They, 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 after those, after you had one match, you had another match, which were on Raw, and then you had a pay per view match, and then another match on Raw. Seven of these fuckers, man. I know Orton and Cena, like, did this seven times. Oh, yeah. But, like, it was, it was like, all after, throughout the After, 2000s, like, yeah. if me and you get in, you know, a fight. <laughs> Seven times <laughs> after the sixth one, people are gonna be like, oh, fucking, I fucking get it. You, you guys don't like each other. I fucking get it. Guess what? We're gonna form a tag team. We're gonna and... fight after this. Is what we're gonna do. <laughs> uh, all right. So real quick, who wins that? Uh, Gallows, Anderson, Enzo, and Cass, or no? Or... It's gonna be Enzo and Cass. They're gonna take the titles. They're huh? taking the titles. Good. I'm into that. Uh, next up, Intercontinental, Ambrose, Corbin. This has the potential to be such a great match because they're both. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Like, there's a couple on here. Like, I have like an unofficial. I have a match that I think is gonna be a. I could. It could be a classic, but I don't want to keep going. All right, so Ambrose Corbin. So Ambrose and Corbin, both of them are super technical. I know you don't watch a lot of NXT. I do not. But Baron Corbin in NXT was phenomenal. His look is just so da- like so terrible, so bad. I like just he's, got, like, I he's like, balding in the front, yeah, but he still insists on but having I look, long. I look past that. I'm just I'm looking at straight in ring capabilities. Don't, don't call me superficial on the air. Just, like, you know what? <laughs> just funny. stop being a basic All right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so Ambrose Corbin, like, what just what happens? Like, what's the point here? Ambrose is keeping the title. Okay. Um, That's the point. But this feud is continuing. 
Well, I feel like they do good stuff together. And they I don't could. see anything else happening. I think, you know what, and I'm 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 gonna say it right now, not including Neville and Austin Aries. This has one of the most potential Ambrose s- does this nice WrestleMania. He to, knows what WrestleMania means. To like to steal the show. Yeah. No, he two years ago he got he got a fucking power bomb through that ladder. Like over the apron. Like yeah. but that bump, like there's not many bumps nowadays that I'm like, oh, Oh, like cause that that ladder snapped in half and he crumpled up like then that took a trash bag. Yeah, yeah, and he was obviously completely done. But then I mean, but I feel just, like he's one of those guys that can like rise, you know, and be like, all right, it's fucking WrestleMania. Let's and do he this. He wanted to last year, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna go off on a tailspin on Please this one, do. but I mean, he wanted this fucking epic match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and that's what Brock Lesnar's thing was was at Dallas was this no holds barred street fight against Dean Ambrose, and they used. Right. They used a kendo stick. Which I don't even like, but and, it's fine. And the, the barbed wire two-by-four, maybe. But it, it was because Brock Lesnar just wanted to be safe and suplex him ten times and then hit him with an F5 and pin him. And Dean Ambrose was like, we have the, the, we have the potential to make this the match of the night, if not I the match he, of the year. I think he has that. It seems like there's a certain guy. I don't so say like he gets it. More than like, I don't think these guys get it. They know what's on the line here. But like, I just feel like there's certain guys that are like, you know what? Fucking go ahead. Power, power bomb me through a ladder. Or like, throw me off this whatever. Yeah. Like, let's just fucking do this thing. Like, like Shane, he's a- Shane McMahon. Like, it's like, well, he's got fucking money in the situation. Yeah. But I just, I feel like right now, specifically, the the whole card is begging for a match that I give a shit about. I would honestly say that there's not been a WrestleMania. There's years I did not watch wrestling. I've gone in ups and downs in my life. But if, when I was in, I don't remember looking forward. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess that's what I was trying to say. I don't remember looking forward to a, a WrestleMania less than this one. Like, I'm like, I'm. We we talked after Fastlane. I was furious about it. Yeah. I've been furious after like nine of the last twelve <laughs> pay per views. Because I just, I get frustrated with like the, just the lack of creativity or the, or the just. Like there, we, we will talk about it, but the whole the, the Lesnar Brock like this, I don't I don't fucking care about Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Like I could have that match be at a Raw and be fine with it. My, what I want to see is like people who can do their fucking jobs at a high level. And to why I'm talking about that is I feel like honestly like I feel like Dean, Dean Ambrose is one of those guys. Like, he really he is. Gives, he gives a full shit. He'll he's willing to sacrifice certain things, and he's gotten better. He was rough. He was raw in the ring. He was not like he was. He had a good look. He had a he had a like very limited move set, and he's gotten a lot better with that. And I think honestly, it was because of the Stone Cold podcast when he was the when champion. He called him out when he was like, "Dude, you got to so, push yeah, it." Tell us I about feel, that a little I, bit. I didn't really. I so, mean, if, if for those of us who have not. So what happened? Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin has a wonderful podcast. I I listen to it every time it comes out. Like I said, it's a lot better than this fucking piece of shit that (laughs) we got going on right now. Um, Blue beer up. (laughs) But okay, so he had at the time WWE World Heavyweight Champion Dean Ambrose, which just made me pitch a tent. It was actually it was a good time. It was a great time. What a time to be alive. And you know Stone Cold. a few weeks after he won his title, yeah, just like I feel like you're a little stagnant. You know, I feel like you're not doing anything. I feel like you need to push the boundaries. You know, yeah. You know, I'm not trying. I'm not saying you need to be a cut and paste me, but you know, fucking stunner the shit out of you know Stephanie McMahon like, and do something. Give her the finger and just do push something. those boundaries. Sure. And do something. Yeah. And yeah. he and like you could see Dean like his wheel started turning and he was like and you think that was real you that, fu- sh- that, fu- that was a that was a shoot, a shoot that was so a straight shoot okay. now, any podcast that i hear from stone cold cuz he's he might be getting a paycheck from WWE just to pop in every now and again he doesn't but, give a flying fuck you know what he's doing right now you know how he makes his money fucking knives he sells knives really <laughs> that's <laughs> keep, interesting keep it's like wow. there's a stone cold it's what broken skull ranch well, and, and he like, sells beer too. That's right. Yeah, beer and knives, that. fucking stone cold, perfect. But I mean, this—I feel like if you watch it and you intently look at Dean Ambrose's face, and in the yeah, moment sure. that Stone Cold calls him out, there's certain guys that if they call you out, you're listening, and you're right? just like, and you just see him, and he's like, you know what? You're fucking right, dude. Like, like you're a talented cook or chef, but like if 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 Stone Cold wandered in the kitchen, it was like. 
Hey, uh, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you need two minutes more on that little scallops. You're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Sick, bro. Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, but I, so I feel like, like who I said, is Ambrose. Uh, I, I want to say Ambrose takes that. And like a nice 15, 20 minute classic, not classic, but like a good sturdy match. Uh, if it's early on the card, it's not going to be that long. I'd say they get 12 minutes and Ambrose takes it. It's going to be a feel a little rush, but it's going to be nice and potential to be the best what match matches, on the card. What matches longer, Ambrose Corbin or Goldberg Lesnar? Oh, you already know the fucking answer what to that. What matches longer? Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate. I fucking hate. I all right. Hate, I, what's, hate, I hate wrestling. What's the next match before you get all pissy uh, about Goldberg again? I. This is the one I was actually alluding to. I didn't really plan for this to be next. But this is the match that I see the most potential for because I feel like the buildup's been solid. I feel like both of their like they're peaking at the right time, so to speak, and the tension, fake tension or otherwise, is there, and that's Jericho Owens. Yeah, so you got the U.S. United States Championship match, Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. I I don't know. Here's the thing: I don't know who I want to win. Like I was a big Jericho guy for a number of years. I still am. I think Kevin Owens is really underrated. I like Kevin Owens a lot. Like, he's great ring work. He does great promos. He takes a bump really well. Like, it seems like he, he's in this for the next long, like, the long haul. Like, I, I feel like he's... A long time. I feel like he's going to be a top-level dude for years and years and years. No, it, it, he needs to be a top-level I see dude. him. I see him, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles, like, dominating for three years. I You know, and I wish Sami Zayn was in that. But Me too, man. Not. Okay, so... Oh, fuck. I don't want to pause right now. We're not pausing. What I'm saying is, what's what's happening with Sami Zayn? We're going to go back. Sorry, Jericho. Sorry, Kevin. We'll talk about you in a minute. Sami Zayn, what the fuck? Because, like, at one point, he was... I feel like he was turning this this corner with Kevin Owens. Like, mm. they had that, the whole... The fucking whole thing was It fell off him. from there, really. But then you put him in a match with Braun Strowman, where it's like, all he has to do is, like, last 10 minutes? Yeah. And they're thrown away in these, like, these mid-cards. Like, how many times can he wrestle Kevin Owens on a Raw where Kevin Owens goes off to a pay-per-view and fights, well, in this instance, it's Jericho, and in yeah. another instance, it's fucking Goldberg or whoever yeah. else. How many times can you do that and then have fucking Sami Zayn fighting Rusev? Like, you know what I mean? I just... I'm just... I, 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 you know, unfortunately, Rusev is out with shoulder surgery or some shit like that. He could stay gone. I, I, I love Rusev. Do you really? I Jesus, fucking weird. love Rusev. Really? He is talented as fuck. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's big, but he's just talented. But he's back on the him. subject yeah, of Sami Zayn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, the underdog from the underground, Sami Zayn, with his fucking golf cap and his I love it. red plaid Speaking jacket. Speaking of uh, wrestling entrance, I like his theme. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. The crowd it's gotta get a hook. Yeah. Um... I, I wish he had better, like, I wish he had a better push. Like, I want so much well, better like, for but him. But they were building towards that, I felt like. Like, I he think, had a lot of, he, had, he fought for the title it, a couple it, times. It felt like they were pushing Sami Zayn, but yeah. they were pushing Kevin Owens. And I don't think they wanted to push them at the same time. Because, well, because then you're they, stuck in the rivalry rut. Then you're stuck like in the you're rivalry just, you're, rut. You're, but, you're just fighting each other 14 times. But I, I, I you know, this is just fantasy booking at this yeah, point. But I'm, I'm hoping that Sami Zayn goes to SmackDown, and we don't see Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn for two, three years. I can't that do it. match doesn't happen for two or three years, and Sami Zayn gets that WWE title once or twice, maybe three times. Over, and he gets, over Styles, though? He gets a heart. He, well, I mean, him and Styles can feud. Styles can stay a face. Have Sami Zayn be a great... Or, God, uh, love AJ, AJ Styles. Styles can stay heel. Have Sami Zayn do a great face, because he's already over as fuck. Everyone loves his ass. Because it's, it's, it has the Steve Austin effect, where he's right. that blue-collar dude where everybody's rooting for him. Everyone's just... Because they can, relate, they can relate to him. Sure. So, it, 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 they need to be separated... First of all, and then he can have his push. Yeah. Okay. Because they they will not have their push together if they're on the same show. If it's one of well, there's only so many like quote unquote so many pushes to go around. Yeah. Somebody has to be a mid card. 
And that's, I feel like that's just going to be the him. He's going to be. It can't be. The Dolph Ziggler of the next 10 years. That's, where it's like, it, that's a waste of talent. Like, and, agreed. And they should they should realize that with Dolph Ziggler, like, that he got that push for the world title and it yeah. was a good push. And now he's got this fucking wasted ass heel turn for some ungodly fucking reason. There's like, I don't even want to get started on that because it pisses me <laughs> you off. Talk about Dolph for a minute. But, you know, it, it, it I'm going to call it the Dolph Ziggler effect. It's. It, it really is. Like, if they don't use his talent now because he's over as fuck... Then in 10 years... In 10 years, he's going to be Dolph Ziggler. years, you're... Oh, God, that's... But back to the match at hand. Yeah, sorry. Jericho Owens, who he got, or what What makes sense to your... Well... Your, your wrestling brain. I'm, I'm going to break kayfabe and straight shoot at you right now. <laughs> Jericho's going on tour with his band. Owens wins. Fozzie. Yeah. So Owens, Owens is taking the title. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. You know, no, spoiler it's, alert, no, but no. it's going to be a great fucking match and you're going to want to watch it. I think that's, that's got to be the best match of the night because like, uh, that's a, yeah, we'll, I, we'll talk about that. It's, like, it's going to be top, but it's, it's not going to be the best. But like, okay, well, okay, well, yeah, we'll stay a pin <laughs> of that. Um, I, I will, I will agree with you on that in that sense. Fuck, so, how many matches have we gotten through? Five already? We got like four, eight more four, to go. God, that's five. That's no, six. That's no, six. We got oh, six. Okay, we're right. fucking crushing. No, seven, seven but also, more. we've been talking for an hour about matches that nobody cares about. <laughs> Next. Uh, we're going to do this in three minutes because I just don't care. Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Shasha Banks, Nia Jax. Shasha? Did I say Sasha? Yeah, I don't Shasha. Care. Um, Shasha. Who's taking There's it? There's so many um, H's. Charlotte Flair. No. Bailey. Uh, not Bailey. Sasha is taking it. Really? Why? Uh, the so what's gonna happen? At, uh, what I feel is gonna happen is that Charlotte and Nia Jax are gonna feud, and then Sasha's gonna turn heel, and she's gonna feud with Bailey because they had such a great feud yeah. in NXT because Sasha was such a good fucking heel, and Bailey is Bailey feels like a fan, and Charlotte calls Bailey it out does, on a on a pay per view, so fans relate to her so much, and it's great. You're just like the girl that hugs people, exactly. By the way, sorry, lady listeners, there's two of you. <laughs> How hot is Bailey? I fucking love Bailey. Like Bailey, at first I was like, no, she's like little sister vibe. So but here's the thing: friends... I would take Bailey out on a nice dinner for a few beverages, maybe even two, two beverages, you two, cheapskate. no, two, two dinners. You're a married man, Tyler. <laughs> I am a married man. This is completely hypothetical. I, I know. Honey, I, I, know. I yeah, love you. Yeah. Please don't kill me. <laughs> eh, we're all getting in trouble. I just somebody pointed out. She's she's got a nice little she's got a little she's got an ass like Bailey's got a booty. <laughs> All right, we're, we're, I'm sorry. We're gonna stop talking about the. You were getting so off topic. I am. I just these Bailey, are ladies uh, we are talking know, about, know, sir. These are professional ladies. Anyways, but you think, you think Sasha Banks? You think she's winning? And all her bossiness yeah, is wow, taking that was it. Really, that was nice. All right. Uh, thank you for letting me skip over that quickly. <laughs> now. This is one of my more like this is the one of the more frustrating matches on the card for me just because okay. I feel like specifically one of them deserves so much more. So much more. Okay. It's uh Shane versus AJ. Cuz AJ Styles All right, should I, not be in a fucking match with the boss's son at I'm, WrestleMania. I'm going to feud with you on this one. Feud with me cuz honestly I'm, this I'd, feud I give more of a shit about than right. fucking Shane and AJ. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I want you to sit there, no, no, no. and you're going to fucking take this. <laughs> All right? That's good. This feud is mm. fucking amazing. No, it's not. no, no. It just, started two I weeks will, ago, I, man. No, 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 no. I will turn you into a believer. <laughs> oh, I'm, or actually, turn all of us. Turn all, right. all of our so, all of our listeners into believers. Let's rewind it back Right. a few weeks ago. With the, the fucking... AJ okay. Styles pissed off. He's gotten screwed out of his rematch by putting put into a triple threat match right. with somebody who doesn't even it doesn't even matter. Sure. And then he has to go onto another a, a, a ten man rumble match right. to try and get into a number one contenders match because Randy Orton doesn't want to fight his then ally Bray Wyatt. And then sure. all of a sudden Randy Orton burns down his house and then he has to fight Luke Harper and he doesn't get his tight. He doesn't get a legit title rematch with Bray Wyatt. Sure. Does not do it because you remember that Tuesday after elimination chamber, it was a, it was a, uh, a three way between AJ Styles, John Cena, and Bray Wyatt. Okay. And John Cena lost clean to Bray Wyatt. 
And then that was when he said, though, I told you about this, right? Like, there's like the audio recording of him saying, like, now you're a real champion. Now you're a real champion. Because, like, you pinned him twice in exactly. 48 in hours. Three days. That's not bad. So, yeah. it, so you have this backstory already built in. AJ's pissed that he doesn't get a legit title shot. Yeah. And who is he to blame? The commissioner. Yeah. Shane McMahon. Listen. No. Okay. I get So I he's get, got, he I get has what this, they were thinking. He has this pent up anger. Towards yeah. Shane McMahon for screwing him over and over about wanting to get his title back. This is a legit, almost face, he, uh, like a tweener, if sure. I can say that, because he's a heel because of how he acts, but he's a face because it's righteous. Sure. There's reasons okay. behind it. So, so he sends Shane McMahon through a car window. Shane McMahon goes out to the ring, says, "You know what? You, what you, you don't. You don't you have go. a match at WrestleMania. Now you do." You want to take your anger out at me because I didn't give you a title shot. I get that. This, uh, yesterday, with SmackDown. Yeah. It, they had the they had the contract signing signing to open the show, yeah. and they had two really good promos. They cut clean promos. Those two. I just they do. My main frustration is I really do believe that AJ Styles is like. He is the, the greatest best. wrestler on He's this planet. Right at now, this point right? In time. He yeah. is fantastic. And as far as it is, goddamn, it is WrestleMania. No, sir. He is phenomenal. There you go. fucking coin phrases. I'm saying, like, when you have a guy like that, there's gotta, there fucking has to be a better option than Shane, which he, okay, so Shane has gotten better. Like, you go back and watch his, like, first couple matches he actually did back in the day when yeah. he had, like, the, the goon squad or whatever. Yeah. Still, it was, they were goddamn near unwatchable. Yeah. But last year, he has this giant buildup with Taker yep. just for the table bump, which is, okay, I'm not taking a second away from that. That was an amazing bump, and he deserves all the credit in the world for jumping off a fucking steel structure through a fucking table. I will not do that. That is not a thing never. I will be doing. No, never. We're good to go. I'm fine on that. But my thing is, or my, my concern and frustration is, he's the guy right now, AJ Styles is. Like, if you as a company want to, like, cash in, like, you just poached him from fucking Japan and shit. Like, not just, but, like, he's had one of the greatest years in... He's had in, a great push. In WWE history, yeah. as far as, like, the last 14 months of, like, he, what, it was a, those, the Rumble last year. He, yep. Okay. From then till now, unreal, as far as, like, the rise and all that shit. That's great. Can you imagine how good a match would be with him and, like, okay, well, there's some injured people out there, but, like, fucking even, like, Rollins. Like, I know it's wrong, wrong. Like, that's but SmackDown versus you, Raw. You know what? Like, you know what? I think regardless of what's going to happen, and I've said this a bunch, AJ Styles is a consummate professional. And he no. is he is a veteran, and he will lead that match. It's not – there's – it's not hell in a cell like it was last year. It's not a and no that's DQ. Also a concern. There's it's a no, straight. There's those chairs and tables to distract people from Shane's like lack of wrestling talent. But guess what? You have the you have yeah. the man in there to make up for that. So I'm going to tell you right now, AJ Styles wins that match. I agree. It's going to be there's hard no fought, and way. he's going to make Shane McMahon look fucking great. And guess what? He's going to shake his fucking hand at the end of the match and turn face. Guarantee it. It's gonna happen, and then all of a I sudden, need, I need more AJ Styles in my life. Yeah, I do too. But what is what do we have next on the card? Oh God, this one I we all saw coming a mile away. I'm not entirely sure how great of a match it'll be. I really don't know much about the injury that is involved. It is Rollins versus Triple H. All right, I'm gonna make this one short, just because I am excited about it. But also, I I will go off on a tangent. I think they have like ten minutes before. Like, like, I don't think Seth Rollins has that much time on that knee. So, you or know just what? Leg in general. N no, like, here's the thing: they wouldn't give it a non-sanctioned match. If you weren't gonna go, if something, if, what's if gonna, ooh, what's gonna happen? Shit's gonna go ooh, down. That's actually a great point. Here's the thing: if he wasn't ready to go, that would be a straight match. Yeah, you're right. Or that would be a match against like a Finn Balor. Fight or something. Oh God, don't even fucking bring up. Finn so Balor. Uh, back back onto the point. They're, they're making this a non-sanctioned match because he still has the knee brace, but he's yeah. probably fully healed. He's pro he was yeah, probably let's be honest. He, yeah. You know what? He was probably ready to go last week. Otherwise, he wouldn't have taken those crutch shots to the knee. 
He wouldn't yeah, have, you're right. He wouldn't have even been yeah. back on you don't, even, don't fucking touch you, my knee. You don't yeah. fucking touch somebody's knee if yeah. they're still recovering. Yeah, right. So he was probably cleared two weeks ago. Well, so they're going to so. say this to have the storyline to it. He's like, you know what? You want to fight me just to fucking fight me? Great. For redemption? Yeah. Let's make this a non-sanctioned match. Yeah. That way... If I beat the living hell out of you, you I have sue me you or can't sue me or anything. Yeah. But if you beat the shit out of me, you get your redemption. Are they going to give us what they want? Or like what we want? Is Rollins going to win this thing? Um, in like some like tremendous like knockdown drag out. You know what? I, I, this is the only time I'm going to say this. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, neither do I. I'm going to say this. They it have could to, go. I think they got to make Rollins win because like Triple H, as you say, like he wrestles twice a year, and it's like when everyone's he does, injured. He does, but he just. He's still so good. I know he's almost 50, but he's still he so really? fucking good. Fucking hell. If I look like that when I'm 50, I'm going to fucking right? lose my mind. But, I mean, it's 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 the name. It's Triple H. I just, I had, I, I had such high hopes. I, I'm a big Rollins guy. I love Seth Rollins. I think his skill set's unreal. His promo like, on like, Raw yeah, was, was great. phenomenal. Great. I just, I'm wondering, like, at a certain point, like, I mean, Triple H has had a, a couple of notoriously terrible injuries. Like, Shawn Michaels, same yeah. thing. Stone Cold, for God's sake. Like, every professional wrestler who's, like, been in the game for more than six months has had serious injuries to deal with. I just feel like Rollins might be getting, like, so fucking injured that, like... Well, it, um, you know what? Knee injuries are extremely common. Yeah, he, yeah. he blew out his fucking yeah, no. knee last year at some er, uh, Survivor Series. Twice. And then all of a sudden he comes back, he, you know, re-injures the same knee. But I'm going to tell you right now, Triple H tore both of his quads. Not at the same time. Like right. fucking... Vince McMahon did? No, like Vince McMahon did, yeah. But, I mean, he came back and... Classic. He came back. 2001. And he came back and it was, it was a great run. Back. Like Sean came you know, back after like, like you, you, having nine... I mean, especially if you want to talk about injuries, John Cena... Uh, that's just a good point. Tore his pectoral muscle clean off his bone. He shouldn't have come back. Ever. That's a career ender in any other sport. Yeah, well, guess what? And he comes he's back. Not. Yeah. Good for him. And, you know, he's had multiple of those injuries. So right. I'm thinking in this day and age and how careful they are with their wrestlers, like, it, it, it's not a big They're deal. not just throwing dudes out there with, like, fucking morphine in their exactly. system, like, back in the 80s, yeah, 70s. It's, it's, it's not that big of a deal, but honestly, this match, I'm excited to watch it, and I don't know what's going to happen. I got Rollins. Most I'm glad I'm Rollins. glad you're definitive on it. I don't care what happens. I'm going to no love idea, it either actually. way. I think I've got Rollins. Uh, and next, the match I literally, I, I'm, this is... The same reason. So fuck. How many matches do we have left? Three after this one. We'll make it Jesus quick. Sorry. Thank you for. We are writing the plan, Tyler. Tyler, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> the, it's the hardest part of the is, ring. I, Good God, well, Michael. The, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one just infuriates me because I I really wait. I, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get in your brain real quick. Is it Lesnar you know it versus no, Goldberg? No, it, it, it's not. So if you're sticking around at home. Um, they all infuriate me. Like, these are all, like, I'm mad about everything. But <laughs> this is, like, the match that I literally, like, I, no matter what happens, on, I'm talking best case scenario, worst case scenario, like, anything. I don't care. Uh-huh. Like, I'm talking, there's been rumors that this is going to end in a fucking wedding proposal. Oh, okay. There's been talk that this is going to yeah, end in whatever. Okay, okay, it's okay. John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. And I... Would rather just shut the fuck up for ninety seconds and let you tell me why I should care because I all right think it's a giant misuse of like John's like this is what I'm talking about like Cena and Styles like are you kidding me like John Cena's in a in a mixed tag team match at WrestleMania are you I'm sorry no disrespect to any females but are you fucking kidding me like this is like the, <laughs> this like this is I, 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 okay. I get it like relationships right. and great but like the Miz the fucking Miz. All right, all right, okay, all right, calm down. First of all, I love The Miz. He's the best heel in professional wrestling right now. Don't even argue with me on it. I won't. He's genuinely unlikable. So this is... He's unlikable for sure. This is, to the hardcore fans out there, probably not your I gotta watch this match. Dude, you can go take a shit. You can go get a beer. You can go fucking take a piss. Whatever you got. Grill do. a burger. Yeah. Like take your time. This is so this is, a, a, a this bullshit is match. this is not going to be a long match. You don't think so? Thank no. God. At least this is a, fucking... this uh, the, honestly this is going to be a filler. But 
This is, this, other than AJ Styles and Shane McMahon, this is the best built feud on Honestly, this entire just card. because of the two the two guys, the talent that they have involving like just like the fucking actual promos, the buildup, the the whole that thing. It's been like admittedly, it's been very entertaining. It's been good shit. Yesterday when on it comes down to them like fucking ringing the goddamn bell, I don't care. Yesterday on SmackDown, they they they, they, they did this total Bella's bullshit thing yeah. on the past previous yeah. SmackDowns, yeah. and they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. And they're Where it's good. Like they're, they're doing like the where it's like behind the scenes. Yeah, you're right. They much. are funny. They are. And then good. all of a sudden, John Cena comes out on Miz TV, right. and just cuts a hell of a fucking promo. I mean, a hell of a promo. If this match could be fought with microphones in the ring, I mean.